Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Our Helper. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive what you have for us. Speak through me, Father, and we come ready to apply what you teach us today through your word and thankful that you sent Jesus to die on that cross and then you sent our helper, the great Holy Spirit. So we thank you for it, Father. We come ready for what you have today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about our helper. Yesterday, we talked about the Holy Spirit and mainly how he works in unison with the Father and with the Son, Jesus, which is always in harmony with the Word of God. Today, I'd like to focus on how the Holy Spirit is our personal helper. He wants to help each one of us, but God is not a dictator. He is a gentleman. He won't force himself on us. He will only help if we ask, yield, and believe in him. Let's start today in John 14, verses 15 through 17. If you really love me, you will keep and obey my commandments. Folks, interesting that in this verse prior to the Holy Spirit, Jesus mentions that we will keep his commandments if we love him. 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, to be with you forever. 17. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive and take to its heart, because it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. My friends, those are some pretty good attributes to the Holy Spirit. Sounds like a good thing to have him on our side, huh? These attributes include him being our helper. Acts 2.38 in the Amplified, And Peter said to them, Repent, change your old way of thinking. Turn from your sinful ways, accept and follow Jesus as the Messiah, and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, because of the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Folks, sometimes people like to leave out the first part of this, to repent, turn from sinful ways, and follow Jesus, and then be baptized. And then the last thing mentioned is receiving the Holy Spirit. Acts 1.8 in the Amplified. But you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses to tell people about me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and even to the ends of the earth. My friends, Jesus is talking to his apostles here. If we truly receive the Holy Spirit, we should be walking in power, and a big part of that is being a witness for Jesus. 1 Corinthians 6.19 in the Amplified, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, and that you are not your own property? Folks, how often do we remind ourselves that our body is, is a temple of the Holy Spirit. It was a gift from God. We are not our own property. Galatians 5:22 and 23 in the Amplified Classic. 
but the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which His presence within accomplishes, is love, joy, gladness, peace, patience, and even temper, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness. 23. Gentleness, meekness, humility, self-control, self-restraint. Against such things there is no law that can bring a charge. My friends, we should be bearing these fruits if the Holy Spirit is in us and we are yielding to His presence. Romans 15:13 in the Amplified. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in His promises. Folks, notice again the Holy Spirit comes with power and that includes hope and confidence in God's promises. John 14:26 in the Amplified. But the Helper, Comforter, Advocate, Intercessor, Counselor, Strengthener, Standby, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things, and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. My friends, the Father sent the Holy Spirit in Jesus' place to represent Him and act on His behalf, and the Holy Spirit is our teacher and helps us remember what Jesus said. Our confession should never be that we don't remember the Scriptures. No, no, the Holy Spirit helps us. Luke 24, verses 45 through 49 in the Amplified. Then he opened their minds to help them understand the scriptures, 46, and said, So it is written that the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, 47, and that repentance necessary for forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem, 48. You are witnesses of these things. 49. Listen carefully. I am sending the promise of my Father, the Holy Spirit, upon you. But you are to remain in the city of Jerusalem until you are clothed, fully equipped with power from on high. Folks, I think God is trying to get a message to us. The Holy Spirit comes with power. Are we truly filled with the Holy Spirit? If so... Are we using the power that comes with him? Romans 8.26 in the Amplified. In the same way the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness, we do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should. But the Spirit himself knows our need and at the right time intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. My friends, the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, and He'll pray through us if we let Him. Sadly, many in the church refuse to let the Holy Spirit pray through them, and they operate in the natural realm only. Matthew 12, 31 and 32 in the Amplified. Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy, every evil, abusive, injurious speaking, or Indignity against sacred things will be forgiven people, but blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. 
32, whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit by attributing the miracles done by me to Satan will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. Folks, we do not want to speak against the Holy Spirit. Now, John 3, 6 through 8 in the Amplified Classic. What is born of from the flesh is flesh, of the physical is physical, and what is born of the Spirit is spirit. 7. Marvel not, do not be surprised or astonished at my telling you, you must all be born anew from above. 8. The wind blows, breathes where it wills, and though you hear its sound, yet you neither know where it comes from nor where it is going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. My friends, the born-again experience is of the spirit realm. We cannot feel it in the natural realm. Let's all choose to be more open and aware of the spiritual realm and our helper, the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your Holy Spirit who guides us and comforts us and helps us. We choose to listen to that still, small voice and follow that voice because, Father, we know it is truth and the truth sets us free, Father. So we thank you for it. We choose to yield to the Holy Spirit's voice. Thank you, Father, for helping us. Thank you for your mercy and your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.